so great to, that you tuned in and, and spend some time with us today. So thank you for that. We are just thankful for what the Lord has been doing. I don't know about you, but uh, as God has just been blessing my life and doing things, I've just been thinking and reflecting on his goodness and, uh, and all the things that have been happening. Uh, you know, one of the things we should never fail to do is to give God thanks. Spending time with the Lord is important. And I think that it's very, very vital for us, especially during times like this. So I'm glad that you joined with us today. I've, I hear, sometimes I hear testimonies uh, from people that are, are thankful that we do the shelter daily in the Word. And if this has meant something to you, I, I would ask you, if you wouldn't mind, uh, put a comment down, let us know, uh, share with us your thoughts. Uh, we would also like to, uh, you know, have you connect with us. You know, we have a connect, a, the ability to connect through Jubilee Worship Center. There's a connection tab there. We'd love to hear from you. So take the time. Send us a, a message and just let us know what the Lord's been doing in your life. If these Shelter Daily has been, you know, important to you, you feel like it's important, you feel like it's done you some good, something's, you know, positive come out of this for you, would you let us know? We'd love to be able to hear from you. We're going to go to the Lord in prayer right now. So if you wouldn't mind, let's just pause for a moment. Let's give God praise and thanks. Father, thank you today for the opportunity we have once again to be able to come together and share in this daily time with you. We just ask your blessing, Lord, upon our time together. Father, we pray that you'll move upon hearts. We pray, God, that you'll bless and, and just touch lives today. God, I know that there are needs that are before us. And Father, we're just asking you today just to have your way. Speak to us, Lord, we pray. We love you. We give you thanks. We give you praise for all that you're doing, for all that you've done. And God, for all the things you're going to do, Lord, as we look ahead to the promises that you made for us, God, we're just standing upon your word that no matter what we hear or see, your word remains the same. And for that, God, we thank you. You're the same yesterday, today, and forever. We love you. We praise you. Thank you, God, for the way you move in our lives. We ask these things now in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, we want to do a little bit of a review today. So we're going to ask, if you will, uh, get your Bibles out and go to Joshua chapter 7. We're going to just do a quick review. Remember yesterday, we talked about how that you can know that failure is coming. Uh, one way is that, number one, you lose focus. We don't want to lose focus on the things of God, but many times we do because the situations, we're looking at things. Uh, the second thing is our confidence. We become overly confident in the things that we're dealing with. And then that leads to ethical slips, if you will, where, we, where there's a slip in our ethical way. And then we tend to manage things poorly. We have poor self-control. Uh, that means that we're letting other things get in the way. And the fifth thing is, is that we end up losing, we end up uh, not loving God the way we should. We end up uh, allowing ourselves to be uh, caught in, in, in losing our love for God. And that, that is a very dangerous thing, to lose love. Uh, where, you know, you can, you can pretend, but you're really not doing what God asks. You can, other people, you, you know, you can fool people, but you can't get away with it forever. Eventually, eventually, those things are going to catch up to you. So we want to talk about that a little bit more today. <clears throat> and we want to we look at some of the dangers that, that of failure, dangers that would come. You know, uh, a lot of people don't realize that there's a negative side to this failure idea. And I know that we say, well, I know I understand failure is negative and I know that. But, but I want to talk to you about uh, some other things that happen when failure becomes a part of your life, when you allow it, 
when you allow it to dictate your life. And the first, the first thing I want us to look at today is failure causes in some an exaggeration of reality. Failure causes some to exaggerate reality. It causes them to kind of exaggerate the way things are. In Joshua chapter 7 and verse 9 it says, For when the Canaanites and all the other people living in the land hear about it, they will surround us and wipe us off the face of the earth, and then what will happen to the honor of your great name. So what we have here is we have Joshua crying out to God and saying, God, you know, um, the, when, the en- when our enemies hear about the failure we've had in AI, they're going to, you know, everyone's going to just come in and they're just going to take advantage of our situation. You know, there's a lot of people that wait, just wait for an opportunity for you to fail. They're looking for an opportunity in your failure. And what happens is, is that when that takes place, a lot of times what takes place in our lives is that we tend to exaggerate what really is going on around us. I mean, think about this. You know, if you, if you're surrendered to God, if you belong to him and you follow him, then what you can, what can happen then is that from that perspective, God can turn things around. But boy, I tell you what, when you get stuck in a negative attitude, a negative way, all of a sudden failure begins to balloon. It begins to grow. It's like, a, you know, it's, it's like making a mountain out of a molehill, as they say. And, and this is Joshua. He's crying out to God because he doesn't understand what's going on. He doesn't understand why this event has happened to him. And now, now he's praying and saying, God, you know, the Canaanites and all the people around us are going to hear about what happened to us at Ai. And they're going to think, they're going to think they can come in and just wipe us out. And they'll just wipe us off the, off the map. And, and, and then he says, and God, when that happens, what's going to happen to you? You know, what's that going to look like, you know, when, when, they, when they do that? What, what's that going to do? As if, as if God doesn't already know how to protect his name. As if God doesn't already know how to take care of situations and circumstances. I, you know, I'm amazed at us sometimes, uh, and, and myself included, because I find myself at times, you know, thinking the same thing. God, you know, if you don't do this, how many times have we prayed that? God, if you don't make a way here, all of a sudden, then this is going to happen and that's going to happen. And God, you know, as if, you know, like it, part of it is it probably has to deal with the fact that we're probably trying to manipulate God to do something on our behalf. When in reality, you can't do that. You can't bargain with God. You can't say, well, God, you know, uh, because of this action, you know, this is going to look bad on you. You know, I used to think that, you know, about our church when we were going through financial struggles. And I used to think, God, you know, if we, you know, if we don't uh, take care of our financial obligations, then, you know, that's going to, you know, that's going to look bad on you. And reality was, is that I wasn't so much worried about what it was looking to God as much as it was for me. And I was thinking, man, if I make God feel that way, maybe I can get God to answer my prayer. Well, the reality is, God, you know, I, I can't exaggerate things. God's name is going to be great no matter what, because he's God. So don't try to manipulate God. You know, he, failure can cause you to exaggerate, but you can't, you can't do that in such a way that God says, oh, yeah, but oh, no, I don't want my name to be messed up. God's not going to do that. You know, he's not going to allow that to happen. So what we've got to do is we've got to recognize that, you know, that when, when failure happens, the one thing we don't want to do is we don't want to exaggerate reality. We want to look at things for what they really are. 
And, and that's, that's tough sometimes. You know, let's be honest about it. It's hard for us to do that because uh, like Joshua in the situation he was in, he said, man, you know, I'm dealing with all this stuff around me now and these dead people and I've got these families to answer to and now look what's happened. The second thing we have to be careful of is we've got to be careful that fear can cause some to really give up their efforts. You know, when fear comes in, sometimes we just, we just want to give up. We just want to just throw our hands up and say, forget it. I don't want to do this no more. Uh, it's not worth it to me. It's not, it's not worth going after. It's not, you know, the dream, the, the plan, and all those things. It's just not worth it because I messed up. And I think, about, I think about, you know, different men in the Bible that wanted to give up. I think about Elijah, you know, when, you know, he had called down fire from heaven and, 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 and God had answered his prayer, simple little prayer. And, God, and then, you know, God answered his prayer. And then he goes off and he slays all of the prophets of Baal. And, and he, you know, he's, he's, man, he's, I mean, he's really on a high. And, and then all of a sudden, he gets word that Queen Jezebel has threatened his life. And just at that word, he runs and hides. And he just wants to die. He just he crawls up under a tree, a broom tree, and just says, God, I just want to die. Just give, I mean, Have you ever felt that way? Just want to give up your efforts? Just want to give up? Well, you know what? You can't be that way. You can't do that. In fact, you know, uh, there's, there's in Acts chapter 21, verse 14, you know, it said, since, since we could not get Paul to change his mind, we gave up and prayed, Lord, please make us willing to do what you want. That ought to be the way we are. You know, not, not just give up and throw our hands up and quit and forget it. No, instead we ought to say, you know what, God? Uh, because, we've, because we've made these mistakes, God, help us to learn from it and help us, God, to be able to do what you want rather than what I want. And, and, and God, I just want to follow after you because, you know, it, it's, it's easy to give up. It's a lot harder to stay it, stay with it, even in the midst of failure. And that's something that we've got to learn to do. We've got to learn that we've got to stand with, stand with the situation regardless. And, and what happens then, the third thing is, is that, you know, failure, when failure comes, when we're living in a place of failure, it often causes us to never want to take risks again. I've had people, I've had people say things like, you know, uh, their, their friendship has failed. Oh, I'm never going to be friends with anybody again. I'm never going to get close to anybody again. I'm never going to, you know, I'm never going to, to do that again. And, and that's, not, uh, that's not how God wants us to live our lives. You know, you're never going to experience great things if you're not willing to take risks. And, you know, this is one of the things that we have to learn. Um, I think about, you know, Israel again and, and the things that they were dealing with. And I think about how that, you know, the hand of God, you know, can move in situations that we never thought he could move in. I, and I remember, you know, reading 1 Samuel chapter 7, verse 13. Uh, it said that the Philistines were subdued and they came no more into the coast of Israel. And the hand of the Lord was against the Philistines all the days of Samuel. Why? Because Samuel, Samuel was willing to do what God wanted. So when Samuel was around, the Bible says that the Philistines never tried again. Now, I don't know about you, but I would love to come to a situation in my life where, you know, that I would never have to deal with failure again. But the reality is, 
that if I never take risks, I'll never understand the benefits of failure either. I'll never know what it's like. I'll never, if, I, if, I, if I'm afraid to fail, then I'll never move into the thing God wants and I'll never see the presence of God. I'll never see the glory of God. I'll never see the blessing that God has for me. Why? Because I'm not willing to take that risk. I'm not willing to put my life out there. And I think, man, I wonder what would have happened if Jesus would have said, you know what, I'm not going to die on the cross for them. I'm not taking that risk. I, I don't know what will happen. Well, you know, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow either, but you know what, I can't stop living simply because I don't know. You can't stop living simply because you just don't know. What you need to understand is that there is a danger that when you experience failure, that the, 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 the reaction to that, the response of that is, well, I'm never going to try that again. I'll never attempt those things again. I'll never step out like that again. Never, never, never. Well, I would say never say never. <laughs> because, you know, that's, that's, just, that's just beyond. Because God wants to do things in your life. And I know that, that that's how it works. And I know that God, God has a way of working in those situations in our lives. And he does have a way of moving in our behalf. And I think it's important for us to understand that. Why? Because I think there are times when failure causes some to prevent others from trying. Have you ever, have you ever experienced something in your life to the point to where you said, you know what? Don't try that. I remember as a kid, I remember watching uh, those little blue guys, the Smurfs. And there was, a, there was a one guy in there that would always say, it'll never work. It'll never work. And no matter what they tried, no matter what they were going to attempt to do, he always had the, it'll never. How does he know? Because he had one bad situation, one bad experience. Does that mean that every experience will be bad? Everything you try will not work? No. But see, when but some people, they, they experience failure and it tipped them into the negative. And because it did, they said, well, I don't want, don't ever try that again. I'll never do that, you know. But you can't live your life that way. Nor can you allow your experiences to be the test for everybody else. You know, if you don't want to try, that's fine for you don't but don't just because you don't want to try doesn't mean i shouldn't and it doesn't mean that i shouldn't give god glory or allow him to use me in a way that he can use my life so you've got to be careful not to let failure cause you to prevent others from trying the other thing you have to remember is failure oftentimes causes some to be resentful for those who experience success you know, I, I remember reading in, in, in Genesis chapter 30 when it talked about, you know, Rachel and Leah. You know, Rachel, the Bible says, became very jealous of Leah because Leah was able to have children and, and she couldn't. And, and she said to Jacob, I'll die if you don't give me children. In other words, you get re very resentful. You become very resentful when, when, when others are experiencing success. So, you know, you can't let the, so what happens is, is that just because you experience a failure today doesn't mean success won't come your way. It just means right now you're not ready or something's happened. But remember this, God has a plan and God's timing is not your timing. My timing is not uh, always on the same time frame God wants. So be careful not to let your failure cause someone else to be resentful or, or be resentful because someone else is being successful. See, these are the dangers that we have to watch out for. 
The other thing you have to remember is this, is that failure is not failure if you can learn from it. Now think about that. Failure is not really failure if I can learn from the failure. There are lessons to be learned in failure. There's lessons to be learned in the situations and the circumstances that I face in my life. Failure is only failure if I quit without learning from the experience. So in other words, like I said earlier, you know, if I give up, then I didn't learn anything. The Bible says in, in Joshua chapter 8, verse 1, it says this. It says, Then the Lord said to Joshua, Do not be afraid or discouraged. Take the entire army and attack Ai, for I have given you the king of Ai and his people, his city, and his land. Now, this is interesting because what happened was, if you remember when I talked last uh, yesterday, I talked about how that, that all the assembly came out and they were going to have to find out where the sin lied. And it ended up that they found out that the sin lied in, in one person. That person was Achan. Achan had committed this grave sin, and his sin affected the entire camp of Israel. And I, and I shared this, and I said, you know, don't ever, don't ever think that your sin by itself only affects you. It affects a lot of people in a lot of different ways. For, for Achan, he thought, you know, he tried to make excuses. You know, he tried to, you know, talk about how that, oh, you know, I want to do this. You know, this is for God. You know, we use, we, and we do that a lot of times. You know, we, we try to spiritualize our mistakes. And, and it, that doesn't work. It ended up, it ended up that Achan lost his life, lost his children, in fact, anyone that was associated with Achan ended up dying because of Achan's sin. Boy, I thought about that. And I thought, man, his failure, his failure to obey God didn't just affect his life. It affected his children. It affected his wife. It affected his relatives. It affected anything and everything that was associated with him to the point to where that even the entire nation was affected by it. So what did God have to do? Well, God has to remove the sin. He's got to deal with it. You know, there, there's a point where God will deal with things and when God finally deals with it, when they, and when Joshua finally found it and found out what was going on and brought Achan out there, the penalty, the penalty for his sin was death. Well, you know, that's the same thing for you and I. The penalty of sin is death. We, we can't escape that. The Bible said all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So if we let sin continue and re, to reside in our lives, it will bring about the ultimate failure, and that is that we'll have to be separated from God. But if we deal with the sin, and this is the, the neat thing, when we deal with sin, God deals with us. And God removes the sin out of the way, and he moves us, and then, and then we can move on to the next thing that God has for us, and we can actually see what God can do. So we have to learn. Now, the one thing I know, one thing I know about this is I know that the children of Israel, you know, saw everything that happened, and they, and it would have been real easy for them to say, we're not, we're not doing anything else. This is it. We're done. We're staying right here. We're planted. We're not doing anything. But God wanted to show Joshua, and he wanted to show the people of Israel 
that failure is only failure if you don't learn from the experience. And so when he went to God and prayed in the next chapter, chapter 8, God said to him, Joshua, don't be afraid. Don't be discouraged. You've dealt with, you've done what I wanted. Now here's what I want you to do. I want you, I want you to realize that I'm going to let you attack AI one more time. And this time I'm going to give you the king. I'm going to give you the people. I'm going to give you the city. I'm even going to give you the land. The Bible says in, in that same chapter, verse 18, then the Lord said to Joshua, point your spear toward Ai, for I will give you the city. And Joshua did as he was commanded. In verse 19, it says, and as soon as Joshua gave the signal, the men ambushed, uh, jumped out, they poured into the city, and they quickly captured it and set it on fire. And then in verse 22, it says, then the Israelites were in the, inside the city. They came out and they started killing the enemy from the rear so that all the men of Ai were caught in a trap and all the men died and not a single person survived the, or escaped. So think about that. Think about what happened. Think about how God moved in their behalf. See, failure causes us to see and realize our need for God. You need God. You need him. What you, what you need to be doing, instead of acting as if failure is it, you need to be crying out to God, God, I need you. I need you to change me. I need you to change my circumstances. Failure causes us to realize our need for his mercy. Fall on the mercy of God. If you've, made, if you've failed, if you've blundered, maybe you, maybe you have had a failed marriage. Maybe you have had, you know, you, you failed with your children and, 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 and at times that you, they needed you the most, you weren't there or, or you got distracted away from things. But you can fall on the mercy of God. Not only that, failure causes us to realize that our need for the for, uh, 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 grace of God to come into our lives, but not only to, to receive grace, but to give grace. We need to, we need to live our lives in such a way that, that people see that, you know, we're not perfect. We don't do everything right. But there's a right way to fail. If we're going to fail, there's a right way to deal with it. There's a right way to move through it. And if we trust him, he'll take us to the next level. In fact, I believe, as we'll see tomorrow, I believe that there are principles that we can learn from failure that help us not to fail backwards, but to fail forward. And I'll talk to you more about that tomorrow. And you'll understand what I mean when I say we're going to fall forward. We're going to fail forward. You know, some people fail, and like I said, they, they want to give up, they want to quit. God's people are not those kind of people. I'm not a quitter, you're not a quitter. Let's not be quitters. Let's instead learn from our mistakes, call on God, cry out for mercy, give grace where it's needed, stand firm upon the word of God, and realize that God will, in fact, enable us to conquer, to do the things, to overcome the sin of our heart, to overcome the destructive things that the enemy's tried to do against us. And the enemy will not get the last laugh. No, you and I, with the power and the strength of the Holy Spirit, will overcome and we'll see victory. Amen? Let's pray together. Father, thank you for teaching us the dangers of failure. Thank you for helping us to see, God, how important it is for us, God, to not allow failure to keep us down, but instead, God, to call on your name, God, to cry out for mercy. God, to receive the mercy and the grace that you have, and then God, to share that grace and mercy and to realize we're not perfect. We're, we, we make mistakes. But Lord, our story is your story. Our story is a story of failure. But your story is that God, in the midst of our failure, in the midst of our sin, you redeem us. You bring us out. So God, I pray today, help us, God, to be courageous, to stand, and to hold fast 
and God to realize that if we'll seek you first, all the other things will be added. And God, if we cry out to you for forgiveness, that you are faithful and just. You forgive, you help us to move into a new direction. And who knows, God, but that those failures, those stumbling blocks, end up becoming building blocks for our future. God, we ask this in your name, and we give you praise for it. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining with us today. May the Lord bless you as we look ahead. It's exciting to see what God is doing. God bless you and have a great day in the Lord.